Today, we get to sit down with Jenna Eberts from Salon Vibe. Um, I met Jenna through some mutual friends of ours who kind of got us connected. And um, it was really cool to um, meet Jenna and learn about her story and kind of her path into ownership. Um, You know, she worked in the salon industry for 10 plus years. It was before she decided to open up her, her own salon and kind of create this own experience, her own vibe and stuff for for the community. So it's really cool. Um, you know, everyone has their 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 own approach or different approach to opening up their business. And for Jenna, it was working in the industry and learning as much as she could over those years, uh, learning from others. And then when the time was right, she opened up her own business. So um, I'm excited for you guys to learn more. I'm excited for you guys to meet Jenna. So let's tune in. Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to call home. It has everything you could dream of, from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle, to the people in the community. Now, through this podcast and Instagram, I've been able to make some incredible connections, and I want to invite you to come follow me on Instagram. It's at Donnie.Hathaway, where I share all the best places to live, work, and play in beautiful Palm Harbor. So welcome, Jenna. I appreciate you jumping on the podcast today. I'm, I'm, I've heard lots of great things about you and um, from others in the community. So I'm super excited to kind of um, sit down and, and chat with you. Thank you so much for having me. So you own uh, a, a salon. It's called Salon Vibe. Is it Salon Vibe Dunedin? It's just Salon Vibe. Just Salon Vibe. Okay. So why don't we... Um, so let's start there, obviously, and, and just kind of talk a little bit about Um, like what salon vibe, what salon vibe is and and what it means for you. So salon vibe is a salon studio that is actually located in Dunedin off main street. Uh, But it's my own small personal oasis that I can have my clients come in, relax and unwind and get all their hair care needs taken care of. Awesome. And so where did, um, so how long have you had salon vibe? Have you opened up this business for? So I've been doing hair for 12 years, but I just recently opened a salon, the salon vibe three years ago. I just celebrated my three-year anniversary this weekend. Congrats. That's awesome. So, um, so what is it about, about hair and, and, um, this business that, that has allowed you to spend 12 years in it and what do you enjoy about it? Uh, I've always liked doing hair since I was little, um, I really am a people person. I like talking to people. I like being around people and being a salon owner and a stylist, you meet so many people and you get to touch people in so many ways. Uh, really makes women feel beautiful about themselves, their hair. It's their main thing. So I'm glad I can come in and be a friend, a therapist, a family member, someone that they can come in, have fun, relax, get their hair done and also feel beautiful at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It It is interesting. Like the role that the, the stylist plays, right. Cause you, you spend a lot of time with, with these people. Um, and you obviously like you're, I mean, for, for the, for the women, it's probably a lot longer, but for myself, you know, I'm, I'm in the chair for 30 to 45 minutes, you know, every, every few weeks. So, you know, 
um, you get to know them on a, on a much deeper level than, than uh, some other business owners would, right? Yeah, it's nice. Over the years, I've met so many like younger kids that have graduated high school, went yeah. to college, people that became moms, dads, aunts, grandparents. You really get to build that connection with your client and you become friends over the years because you share so much and you see their life change. They see your life change. It's very nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So is that like, that's like the one thing that you would say that you enjoy most about, about this career is just those, those connections, those relationships that you have. I do. And I also like doing hair. Um, I'm a very creative person. (laughs) So I would say it's the connections and being an artist. Uh, Not every person's hair is the same. So it's always different when someone comes in. So my day is never consistently the same thing. Yes, I'm doing hair every day. But every person that sits down in my chair, it's something different that I'm doing. So it keeps things very interesting, challenging. I'm always learning new things. Yeah, so st- that's that's an interesting uh, thing too. Like, right, styles are all, always changing, right? And and the way hair is is done, colors, all that stuff. So you're always like you have to stay up to date. Same thing with like, um, I, I kind of related to like being in, in real estate, right? But, you know, rules and regulations are always changing. The the market is always changing. So you have to constantly be learning and and you know adapting, kind of what you know to um, to that that environment. So is that that similar? I would imagine in in um, in hair. Yes, definitely. Things are always changing. There's new techniques coming out, new products yeah. that are coming out. So you always have to stay on top of your education so you can keep learning as things change and evolve. Yeah, absolutely. So what is, so go back to like three years ago when you, you know, opened up this business, like what was that like? And is, is being a business owner, something always, something that you've always wanted to, to accomplish? So yes, it has. It's weird. A lot of people you talk to in the hair industry, they start hair school and they're like, Oh, I want to own a business. And that was my dream. I started as a stylist. So I started assisting first And then I worked at a salon before I was there for nine and a half years. I was a manager with them, a brand ambassador and an educator. So it really helped me learn a lot of different roles. And I think that's what really set me up for success when I was ready to branch out and start my own business, because I understood a lot of back end things that you don't only do as a hairdresser, but what I would have to do as a business owner And I've always wanted to create my own special place for my clients to come in and be able to constantly offer new services that are coming out and just have my own business. I also have kids. So I like being able to have the flexibility to be a full-time mom and a full-time business owner. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So is that, so going back to, like you said, like most, most um, hairstylists that start in school, like the end goal is they always ultimately want to own their own business. Is that kind of like the path of like being an assistant and then kind of, you know, maybe starting at a, at a salon and moving up in the ranks there and then, and then transitioning to your own store or do some kind of just start with your own store from, from the get-go? So everybody's path is a little different. Um, I personally felt starting as an assistant through school helped a lot. Yeah. And then working as a salon really helped me get out there. Um, I would never tell somebody, no, don't open a business right out of school. If that's your passion, that's your dream, go for it. There's just a lot more challenges in the fact of 
you're starting a business and you're having to build a clientele at the same time. Yeah. So I chose my path of starting as a stylist first. I also had a child. I found out I was pregnant. So I needed to find stability in a place that offered insurance. So I chose the route of going through a salon first, mm-hmm. built up my clientele. And then when it was right, I branched out. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. So what is it? Um, what do you enjoy as far as like operating the business? Like what, what's, what do you enjoy about that side of, of being in, uh, in this industry? What's up, Palm Harbor? It's your host, Donnie Hathaway. If you were looking to stay up to date with all things Palm Harbor, then visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com. Super simple. You can sign up there, join the locals, where I'll be sharing information on local events, local history, and what's happening in Palm Harbor. I really want to create and add more value to you as a listener for spending your valuable time listening to my podcast. So join me there. Keep listening. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. Oh, I, I like a lot of it. Um, yeah. I, I guess maybe I'm very lucky. I don't feel like it's really stressful because I love what I do. Um, there's so many tools out now that help get rid of some stress, like booking systems. So I don't really have yeah. to do that. Emails yeah. that send out. But um, I liked the whole designing of my salon. I guess my studio space. That was, I guess, my major thing is I really like designing my own space for someone to come into and like decorating it. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. So similar to like having the creativity of styling somebody's hair, like styling your own place and kind of creating your own atmosphere there. Yes. Yeah. And bringing my whole brand all together, what I envisioned, I was able to bring it to life. So I think that's probably my favorite thing about my business was be able to create everything from bottom to top. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So what is, um, where did salon vibe come from? Like, where did that mean? Does it mean anything to you or, or what, what is that about? So it does. I was sitting down with a friend, um, and we were eating and she was just kind of asking me some questions. Like when you open your salon, what do you want? Like, what's your whole thing? Well, I wanted it to have salon because I wanted people to obviously know that it was a hair salon. And then I got it talking and I was like, you know, I'm all about like very good, positive, uplifting vibes. So what if we just called it salon vibes? So it could have so many different vibes to it. It could be happy, fun, bright. So that's how I came up with the name of salon vibe. Cool. Cool. And is this, um, was this like, this was when you were trying to decide like, what do I, I, I'm going to open a business and now you're going through the process of like, what do I name it? Or is this something you've had like in your back pocket for, for a while now? Um, so no, I actually didn't change the name of my salon until about a year and a half in. So when I left my current salon, I moved into my salon suite and I just went with hair by Jenna because I thought it was easy. So people would be able to find me. And then when I got in my salon space, I decided, you know, I really need a brand for myself. I want my business to grow. I want a bigger space. And I just thought of how I wanted it to look and feel. And then that's when I started coming up with the name and got salon by. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, so what was, uh, I want to talk about like, I guess like that process of like building out the salon and, and, um, just taking that leap to kind of start your own business. Like what was that process like for you? And, um, were there any like scary moments or challenging moments that you kind of had to overcome there? (laughs) The whole thing was scary. (laughs) (laughs) I guess my biggest thing is I think with anybody, you get comfortable where you're at. You're used to day by day where you work. It's guaranteed. 
So I kept talking about, oh, I want to open my own salon. I want to open my own salon. And clients were like, oh, you should do it. You should do it. Well, finally, what made me pull the trigger is the salon I was working at, they were going to a transition of new owners. So I felt, you know, this is it now or never. This is my time. I've always been talking about it. They're going through a transition. I'm not leaving anybody high and dry. I think I need to part my ways and and go with my dream. So I started looking in areas and I really like the salon suite concept. So what it is, is it's a huge building. And when you walk in, there's individual suites and they're all privately owned. So I really liked that concept because you have other people around you. But at the end of the day, I didn't have to worry about the huge building, the structure and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So I found that and I spoke with my landlord and property manager and they were amazing. She was like, you know, you never know if you don't try it, just try it. Because I told her I was nervous signing my lease. Yeah, yeah. And I did. I jumped in it. I moved in my space. The first week was a little different getting used to because you're out of your comfort zone. I had to re make sure I had everything to supply my own salon, where things were at. But day by day, it got easier and easier. And then when I was like halfway through, that's when I was like, you know, this is where I want to be. I want to branch out, design my own and get a little bit bigger. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What's cool too, um, I know there's a couple different concepts out there, but all similar, like the salon suite concept, right? It's um, it allows that it, I guess it kind of lowers that barrier to entry for for you know to kind of start your own business, right? You don't have to worry about like you said, like the building and um, some of the difficulties of leasing out a space or or buying a property and that sort of stuff. Um, and like you said, you're connected with other. Um, other business owners too, right? So if you need, you kind of have that community there too. If you need some help, uh, I would imagine that there'd be some some assistance there. Yeah, that's the great part about it is where I'm at in most salon suites, it is like a community. Yeah. Yes, we are all the same business, but you have that other person to feed out to or ask a question. Or if I can't get my client in, I know maybe somebody else would be able to help them in. So it's nice. You really develop like a good family with everybody and it works well. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so what about like any, any advice for somebody who is, you know, uh, maybe just starting out in here, they're just finishing school or they're kind of looking to start their own business. Um, any tips there that you would have, uh, for, for someone? Yes. If you're starting out of school, I personally would work in a salon for a little bit, just so you get the feel of how working with other people are, how they run their business. Cause you can always take pros and cons from that. Like, oh, this works really well, or maybe we should try this. Um, I think it's good to get that community. Sometimes when you're fresh out of school, you need a couple people's opinions or advice. So you develop that community within your salon, and then you can take good from that and grow to open your own. I would never say don't start at a salon suite right away. I mean, we have so much social media. It's easier now than when I started doing hair 12 years ago. It was always pass out card, pass out card. Yeah. So you could definitely build your clientele easy if you wanted to start straight out of a salon like suite. But um, I would definitely investigate the area. I would take some business classes. There's a lot of people don't that people don't realize about owning your own business. It's not just about doing hair. I'm literally the CEO, CFO. I mean, I have to wear all the hats. Mm-hmm. So I would take some business classes and I would reach out to other friends that are in other businesses and just ask them like, 
hey, what do you do for this? Or what do you do for that? Just to get a lot of people's opinions. But I would definitely go for it. Um, Fear is the number one thing that holds people back. And I had to keep telling myself, I would never know if I didn't try it. What's the worst that can happen? I fail and you have to start all over, but then you may not fail and it works out perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. I remember like when I first started in real estate, I'd spent, I think, I think like it was, it was about a year kind of researching the profession, researching the industry, trying to figure out if this is something, a career that I, that I could have. And then I, I got to the point, you know, at a year where I was like, I just have to try this. Like it's, I just have to figure out if I can do it. And the only way that, that that's going to happen is if I actually go out and, and do it. Right. So um, I think that's a big part of it, right? If you have this idea or something that is a passion, then you just got to try it. You just got to get out there and, and do it and, and see what happens. Yeah. And if something's truly your passion, I don't, I know people say it all the time. Oh, it's your passion. You'll never work a day in your life. And I really feel like that. I really, truly, truly love doing hair. So it's not stressful in the fact that I'm like, Oh, I have to get up to work today. Or, oh, I have to do this for my business. Oh, I have to do that. Like, I really love my job. So it makes it easier. And if you truly find your passion, I feel like the sky's the limit with your job. You can just keep going and going and opening new doors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what about, um, like the business side of it or, or just managing your time as far as like, you know, the, the hair, you know, obviously doing the stuff that generates money and income for the business, but then also like making sure that you still have a business moving forward. Like, how do you, how do you kind of handle that, that, um, time frame, like, you know, dividing up your time for, for your business and then dividing up your time for your clients? Uh, I have to schedule everything. If yeah. it's not my Google calendar, it's not going to get done, <laughs> especially with, um, having kids. I'm busy. For sure. But, um, I took a class on time management for stylists, which it would work for any professions. But the biggest thing is she said, you have to really find the areas that like delegate your time to things that are going to make your business thrive rather than wasting time on things that weren't. So just an example, grocery shopping, car washes, cleaning house, things like that don't necessarily generate income for my business are going to help me grow. So delegate order your groceries online and pick them up later. And while you're ordering groceries online, sit behind your computer and do your to-do lists for social media and your website for the week. So I had to really stay consistent and make time for everything. So I know once a week on Mondays, that's my behind my business. So on Mondays, I'm going to spend an hour on answering emails, doing my social media, I'm going to do any of my education on Sundays or Mondays. Um, I know Tuesdays is a long day for work, so I'm not going to spend time on social media or anything else. I'm going to have things pre-posted. So really scheduling time wisely and focusing on the things that are going to set my business up for success. Yeah, I, I like that. And I think like being honest with, with, you know, what's productive and, you know, what's something that is beneficial for the business, right? So um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So one of the questions that I asked, um, before, um, before we met today was, was about, uh, I think it was like something you had, you had failed at, and it was, it was along the lines of like executing, um, or like following through and like, you know, sticking with a plan. This is something that, that I struggle with too. So, so when you responded, you know, when that was your answer, I was like, oh, we, we have to talk about this, right. It's like, <laughs> you get, you get so excited to, 
um, for this new idea or this new concept or whatever. And, you know, like the whole planning phase is fun and, and enjoyable, but then, you know, actually moving forward with that and making sure that it's, you know, that the idea turns into something that's profitable or, or, um, um, is it turns into like what you wanted it to be. Um, I guess, talk to me about how that works for you and how you kind of overcome, you know, that lack of execution there. Yeah. So I have like 50 million journals. So I take my journals and I have one that's called like a brain dump. So I will keep it by my bed. When I get up in the morning, I'll put it in my purse. And basically anytime I have this idea that pops up in my head, I will write it down in my journal. And then later on, I will sit back and look at that plan and try to see like, what do I have to do to get this done and start making steps? I've noticed if I break things up in smaller goals, I tend to get things done more. So rebuilding my salon, I knew I wanted to do it. I wanted to jump head into it and start it now, 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 now. So I will put like my brain dump remodel salon. And then under that, I start doing other steps and I try to put a time that I want something done. So it keeps me more accountable. I've noticed if I just start making all these goals, I jump from one project to the another. And then I'm like, okay, I have 10 projects going and none are even a quarter of the way done. Yeah. So really going through and picking what is on my brain dump paper that I want to get done first and then breaking that down in steps and putting dates to have it completed by has helped me stay more on track and get more projects done. Yeah, I love that. And that goes back to like your time management like throughout the week and stuff. Like if you if you time stamp those those goals or ideas, then you're able to say like okay, I can work on this this week or I need to get this one done this week and or this this one can wait, you know, till the following month or whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, so what do you do? What do you do for fun? Like when you're not working, when you're not, uh, I guess you, you have a family too. So I'm sure you spend a lot of time uh, with, with the kids and whatnot. But what else? What do you enjoy doing outside of that? Uh, I love being outside in the nature. I love paddleboarding. Oh, cool. I like going to the beach. I say I like hiking. Hiking in Florida isn't the same as when you're in the mountains, yeah. but I will take what we have here. <laughs> so I'm a very adventurous, outgoing person. I have two boys, so I got to constantly have energy to keep going. Yeah. So I really like doing anything outdoors. Cool. That's awesome. So what about um, hiking? Like that's obviously, like you said, it's tough. Where are some of your favorite places to to hike here in Florida? Oh, so here in Florida, um, it's more just like nature parks. Um, uh, Going more north Florida, you'll find more stuff. But close Mm -hmm. here, I just try to do the different state parks. Um, Sometimes I'll even go to the beach, like Honeymoon Island, go hiking there, stay local. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't even realize there's a there's a nature trail on Honeymoon Island. I remember a couple of years ago, I was talking to a couple of people about the trail back there. um, And they're like, I had no idea that was even even back there. You know, they just think of the beach and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, so one thing I'd, I'd like to do to, to kind of wrap up each, each podcast is to ask somebody what their favorite local business is. Um, but I'm going to do it a little bit differently and just say, you know, cause everyone always struggles with like, I got to pick one business, you know, um, especially in this, in this community. 
Um, but let's, let's change it to like your favorite, it can be a, a favorite local business or just a favorite spot, right? So it could be like a favorite park that you like visiting. Um, just like if you had one thing to do, like, where are you going to go? Oh, that's a hard one. If I had one thing to do, where would I go? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think it would be hard for like something to do. Cause I like going, I like going to honeymoon Island a lot. That's like my favorite. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can say food. <laughs> I'm such a foodie too. All right. So um, what is, what is, what's one of your favorite restaurants then? Okay. So I know my favorite thing I could say to do. Okay. Um, so I love Dunedin Grays and Go. She does like to go charcuterie boxes. So those are a huge hit because I'll sometimes order those and then you can go have a picnic or do something out in nature. Cause it's really yes. neat. It's like a to-go box. So that's probably like my favorite, like local business and thing to do is get like her charcuterie boxes. So Dunedin Grazing Go by Tiana. <laughs> that's such a great idea. I love that. Um, you get a little bit of both, right? You get the local business and then you go to your favorite local park too. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, awesome, Jenna. I appreciate your time today and appreciate you kind of sharing your story and kind of what you're about. So, so thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. And, and, and just to wrap up, how can people um, get a hold of you and obviously like your location and then where can they visit you online? Yeah. So my location is Salon Vibe right on Main Street at Salon Suites. And if they are on Instagram, they can find me at my first and last name, which is Jenna Eberts. And then Facebook, it's Salon Vibe. And the website is salonvibedunedin.com. Perfect. And then we'll have all the links below in the description. So if you guys want to visit um, Jenna or just learn more about her, then then definitely click on those and, and check her out. But thank you again, Jenna. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I really hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. Now, if you're looking to connect with the guest or get more information on this episode, you can check the description below. I'll have all the links for the episode as well as a link back to my website. It's palmharborlocal.com where you can stay up to date on what's going on with the podcast and sign up to join the locals. Let's get after it this week. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor Local. Mm -hmm.